0: It's the blackout, Rory got the back out, showing my black ass, engine in the glass house, started in the crack house, Obama went the back route, Kill Ben Ladd, Another four in the black house, still got the max out, pull a mask down like a mascot, still with bitches out with money or with ass shots. Hello everybody, welcome to Hooks, Lines and Hip Hop, I'm Akeem. Yeah. <laughs> That's Pusha T with me. That's right, we we clips in this bitch. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Yes, that's a classic. Trouble on my mind. Yes, Title of the creator kind of. We should play that for the second half
1: if we do have a second half. Yeah, that episode. or come in. I was gonna ask you what was better this track that he did, this feature or uh, I'm a hater, with Flock yeah, on the right. DJ drama tape. Uh okay. See, here's the this thing. artistically is better.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say this sound, this like this feature is kind of cooler and the whole. Uh, you know, you remember the music video, the aesthetic yeah. of it all. It was, he was still in the golf wing shit. Yeah, and I like. it. So I kind of have that nostalgia
1: attachment like to it. Like, what, what, what's the line he says, uh, about the hipsters and the drug dealers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: I brought it, put that shit together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I, I always kind of like Trouble on my mind. Yeah, I'm a hater kind of reminds me of something you'd play at like a basketball game. Yeah. You
1: know, and it just goes ham. It, it still goes ham. More so yeah, taught than, than, uh. The rest, the, self, of the rest of them. Self-admitted whack rapper that is Waka Flocka. <laughs> Still holding out for Flocka Valley, too. <laughs> we'll see <you> about that. <laughs> uh-huh. So what are we talking about today? So today we're going to be doing our uh, mid-year
0: list. Um, sorry, guys. We took <laughs> we took an unplanned, basically, month break.
1: And, I uh, mean, nothing really came out that was worth talking about. I mean, there were a couple of things. Um, <laughs> coronavirus kind of spiked in our area, so... Yeah. We are now kind of in a hot to the, zone. Kind yeah, of conduct. back to the basics on that, right? Um,
0: I'm trying to see kind of what's come out, so maybe we could, maybe just to pad the yeah, time and, a little all bit, the, we could talk about some some things that came out. Maybe give our quick
1: quick takes on all the things going on to promote uh, social justice it Has been really in the news, and we don't yeah. want to take away from that. Shout either. out, little baby. Yes. I mean, I mean, you want to talk about a level up overnight? I think, I think, and even, even like the biggest troll six nine is he even like admitted like I kind of felt bad for grabbing the number one from little baby. Like yeah. he kind of deserved it for that track.
0: Right, and you know, uh, there's not anybody who's who's listening to uh, trolls right now. Anyways, hey, I don't it's number know. One. I really don't know how. Barbie? I'm not even the hating the barbs. Maybe really the barbs.
1: A, yeah, you're right. I mean, because cause Gooba was popular when it came out, but I think more so that was just because it's his first track back. That was kind of hot. Kind of a hot song. I like that on Beyond. Yeah, I think I think it hits. But it him hits and Nicki have chemistry, and I think that anything they do is gonna gonna go. They both know how to attract attention. That's for sure. Did you see the clip of him on his Instagram with her? They were talking, yeah. and he almost says Treyway. He said it's fucking, Mm-mm. and he said, "Oh, I gotta hold on. I'm gonna get arrested." I <laughs> <laughs> he really said, I'm going to get arrested. He's going to be trolling that for a while, I feel like. But he's, I think he says he's got like 30 days till he's, quote, free. Like, can, can leave the house. Really? Yeah. And apparently July 3rd is yeah, going to be he, his, he, his last single and music video before he's out he of the streets. He should not leave the house. No, hopefully there's people around him that are smart enough to say, hey, let's let's move in silence for a little while <laughs> yeah. outside the house. Like, I wouldn't be out there saying where I'm at. Like, I wouldn't move very discreetly. No. If I were him.
0: And also, he had to literally move. Like when people leaked his address, yeah.
1: That girl put it on her Snapchat or Instagram, like, y'all, 6ix9ine's out here taking pictures. It was just, I mean, it was, and it was innocent. She just like shared it with a friend, but then from there, it blew up. I mean, you see what happened with Pop Smoke, like, just one little slip like that could could really, his was
0: even worse because he
1: leaked like the address, yeah. He kind of did it himself,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, not that anybody deserves to get killed, but if you're talking that, you know, you know, living that life, as we say. And then you leave the from, from the
1: outside looking in, it looks like he was trying to leave that life for hip-hop and was right. still kind of foot on each Yo, in, each camp.
0: Shout out to Trapler Ross. He put out um, a Pop Smoke video that I think everybody should check out if you're into Pop Smoke and kind of want more
1: insight uh. and history. Oh. All you see is helicopters, <laughs> paramedics. We gonna send them to the doctor. Every time I see helicopters, I'm big about watching uh, stuff with subtitles. Right. So anytime we're watching a show and it says helicopter, it doesn't matter what we're watching. I'll be on the couch with Tab. All you see is helicopters, <laughs> paramedics. <laughs> we gonna send them to the doctor. Recipes,
0: boss. smoke. All right. What you follow. know this week? Yeah. Okay. So apparently, the, uh, only two percent of the Earth's population naturally has green eyes. Okay. That rare is kind of rare. rare.
1: Green is very pretty rare. Very rare. Oh. Yeah. Um, Mary Shelley who is the author of Frankenstein if you didn't know that um, allegedly lost her virginity on her mother's grave
0: which actually now that you say that it's the author of Frankenstein it makes a lot of sense
1: <sighs> still back then it, was pretty, be, that's some demonic shit like here I mean yeah nowadays you see somebody humping in the, the cemetery <laughs> probably just like, doing a TikTok weirdos but back then like they'd have burned you at the stake like <laughs> that's too high no, risk probably just doing a TikTok now yeah true <laughs> Oh man. Yo
0: guys, um, great news. Uh G Easy dropped a new album. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? But let's let's actually talk about some releases now that we've gotten our fact out of the way. Um so Black dropped the yes, six piece hot E P. Amazing. Amazing. I like it way more than um. East Side Atlanta story that yeah. his second album yeah, that it dropped. Yeah, I yeah. I wasn't very big on that one. I was I was more so a fan of the Free Black project. Yeah, it was a lot better in my opinion too. Oh man, so this was kind of more of a return to that sound. Uh, another person who dropped was uh, Wale. He put out the Imperfect Storm. Another little six piece there. Uh, I think there's. A... <laughs> okay, Jake. Jake listen, listen, listen.
1: Wale didn't listen, it. Wale is the most frustrating rapper in the yeah, game because so he can be so good at times but then like lackluster is not even the word. It's like mediocre.
0: I was going to say he settles into mediocre. It's kind of like
1: Big Sean. Like Big Sean's kind of chiseled himself into that hole for me too. Like I've seen you be good. What have you? Yeah, other than Detroit. People besides us have at one point we're talking about like he could write on the level of Kendrick and J. Cole, which I'm not even for that, anger. I'm sorry that literally infuriated That's me. Fine. Maybe J. Cole, but not Kendrick. What I mean is, they've both showed extreme talent, but they've also shown extreme. A... Just let me give let me give Big Sean his credit. I would put
0: him on a Wayne caliber, and yeah, Wayne? I yeah. The reason why I think is because they're both kind of punchline rappers. Yeah, kind and of. they both have that sort of hit factor, that pop appeal. Now Wayne I think can flow ten times harder than Big Sean can. I don't think Big Sean could keep up with Wayne. Oh no. On like when no Wayne way. is really flowing, I don't think Big Sean would have a chance. It would be like a marathon runner versus sprinter. Yeah. Like Big Sean might have five good lines, but then Wayne is still going thirty-five minutes later.
1: Yeah. Um
0: but I do think he's more so in that lane than um anybody else. Uh did we talk about Wana? I think we did talk about Wana.
1: Yeah, we didn't review it. Um it- <laughs>
0: Yeah. Disappointing. I did like Top Floor with uh, a. It's
1: better than Dripper Drown, I will say that. Not okay. Dripper. What was yeah, Dripper Drip Drown 2? Okay. That was the one yeah. where, he, where he was underwater. Yeah. Kind of looked like the Nirvana cover. A it was, that's we a hilarious
0: cover. It's still a great cover.
1: It's about all he had going for him. Yeah, exactly. I will say the merch for the album is. I like the merch. but The, the one on is, merch? Yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> what was YG's uh, album last year? The one with. Oh. In the dark, in the dark. Yeah, yeah. Dude, just like Black Hollywood was Khalifa's album. He sold more clothes at Zoomies than he did records. You the 400, like, clothing is yeah. awesome, but yeah. the album is not good. Kind of yeah. the same with Wanna for me, which a lot of people like Wanna. And if you do, tell me why.
0: <laughs> I can tell you why, because it has melody. Yeah.
1: I, I don't
0: really think there's much more to it than that. No. Uh, just because y'all waited, Deluxe dropped recently. Did you uh, listen to it? I haven't listened to it, but. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven new tracks.
1: Okay. That's wild. Any good features in that seven? No, there's not any features. Okay.
0: But it could just be one of those things where he doesn't list them, but he lists the other ones. Three-headed goat, the music yeah, video. I saw for the Trailer. That came out. I saw the music video. Yeah. It's pretty hot. Pretty hot. Little baby's having a hell of a year. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, little baby. Really, just a full fucking one eighty. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, and and I did tell Jake this before I got on here, and it's been kind of bugging me ever since. I feel like I've been having to transfer my hate from Lil Baby to Gunna. No more. I think Young Thug has done well with his proteges. They're both on their way to a uh, long career. Yeah, that's
1: the real three-headed goat. That to be honest. that's exactly derp. what I would say. Yeah, it's already um, yop your title, but yeah.
0: But what I will say is Nav is still the worst rapper in the game.
1: Yeah. We can agree on that. Okay. Now you get on me. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was telling you before we started that I made a playlist for my dad for Father's Day, and he kind of raised me on like 80s and 90s country music, so I kind of mm-hmm. remember I played... I put the songs on there that I remember listening Don't to. Don't say that, dude. It'll get us canceled. Nah, but it it's whatever. <laughs> um well, it messed up the algorithm, <laughs> and what messed up the algorithm? I'd rather click like my radio station and it pull some country than me click my radio station and it start playing Good Intentions or whatever the fuck that <laughs> album was called. Why Apple Music thinks that I want Nav anywhere? In- There's no Nav in my music <laughs> library. Like Yosemite is probably the only thing, and I don't even think that he really has a credit on there. No, he does. The- he does now. But remember when it yeah, first it, dropped? They <laughs> they had him really quiet. <laughs>
0: Should have left it. I'm gonna be honest with you. His Travis features are tolerable,
1: not good. All I am saying, tolerable. Apple, if if you are listening, spend some more Randy Travis and less less Nav, please. <laughs> That's I'm, f- for nobody.
0: I, you know, I know we weren't gonna do current uh, current news, but i feel I feel like this one is a little bit relevant. The BET Awards happened last night. Yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't either because I don't have cable, but. Um, I was gonna see if we could talk about some of the winners. Shout out Megan The Stallion. She won best uh, female hip hop artist.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it, Queen. I mean yeah, the, the year she's had this year. Uh, I mean, Cardi B just put out a video the other day talking about how she hasn't put out music in eight months. Right. Like, it's not hard to win that category right now. I think really she is killing it. Well, the, I mean, there's some other. Yeah, but not to the level that she's doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's she's doing just doing got it a different. Beyonce feature, and she's been out what a year and a half. Yeah. I she- mean, she's been out. Obviously, she's been out longer, but. She's In the mainstream, it. it's been like a year. Yeah,
0: she's killing it. She's killing it. Um, who else? Um, best male hip-hop artist was uh, baby. Congratulations. Uh-huh. Big win for Charlotte.
1: Did it say who won the best uh, song of the year? Who got song of the year? BET Awards? Because no, I know the I'm, box. Roddy Rich was can, on there. See if you can find them.
0: Because I, I couldn't find them, but I'm just remembering because I saw some of these on Instagram. Uh, Roddy Rich, I think, won uh, best male hip-hop, or best new hip-hop artist. As he
1: should. I mean, he had a huge year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was the one I was wondering about for who won or who got song of the year, uh, album of the year. So he got album of the year. Roddy, Roddy okay, did. that's what he won. Please excuse me. Maybe for being Polo at G social. won
0: best hip hop artist. What did Lizzo Will win?
1: Uh, best female R and B. Congrats a, over Janae Heiko.
0: Okay, I don't want to hate on Lizzo.
1: I like Cholumbo, but it was a yeah. little too long, right? In my opinion, so that may be why she got uh, best got that. male best male.
0: Of, R&B pop artist by default is always Chris Brown. Even Over though how,
1: Anderson how, Pack how had a killer f- album yo, that would have been in contention that year. How did The Weeknd not win? And Khalid. We reviewed that album yeah. and it was good.
0: But how did The Weeknd not win with After Hours? I don't know. I guess you went to
1: 80s for them. Why did they even get a nomination? Best group, Jack Boys was a never best <laughs> group. The Migos won that. What did they have this year that was big? Nothing, but look at who they're up against. Yeah, they did have some pretty big. Other
0: than City Girls, whose album flopped hard. Yeah. Griselda didn't win that?
1: Okay. No, bullshit. I, really? I yeah, I'm surprised that uh Earth Gang. Uh I, I mean I, I had think, a pretty big year too. That's not. Yeah, odd. but I think you have a little bias there. You like Earth Gang. Yeah, well Miko's I'm, I'm just confused as to what they did this year, to be honest. Bad and
0: Bougie keeps it keeps them going for I like guess. ten years. The baby did
1: win best male hip hop Artist. Right.
0: Congrats to the baby. And
1: that was some pretty hard.
0: Yeah, look at that. Look at that list. Travis, Travis Scott. Roddy
1: Rich, Lil Baby, Future, and Drake.
0: Can I can I tell you though, why would you include Travis and Future?
1: Like I think because of the stuff that came out with Jack Boys. Mm, okay. And the, I mean
0: high off life for future. Sorry, yeah. I peaked the mic there, guys. Um,
1: Megan Thee Stallion did win Best Female.
0: Yeah, but well, look at look at who's in that category. Doja Cat's not winning because of her little controversy. Lizzo already won a category.
1: Yeah, and Nicki Minaj. Yeah, you, you've gotten your you're working flower.
0: with Takashi Six Nine.
1: Yeah, and Sweetie. Uh, that's No that's that's Baby Mama, or oh, whoever really? she is. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're they're in a relationship. What's a video what of the year? Um, DJ oh, Khaled yeah. with Higher John Legend, and that's because
0: Nipsey. Nipsey hustles. Yeah, in I mean g-
1: that's a good video anyway. I think it's John Legend simple. was powerful. It was it was a good video. Yeah, it's real simple. And over the rest, I mean, you have no guidance. Oh, come on, the box. Bob. though?
0: I like the box.
1: Music yeah, video. the box Music video, video is, is awesome. Good. Um,
0: video director of the year was someone? Um, Taylor. Okay. Best new
1: artist Roddy Rich. Okay, that's what. Good he for won. him. I would have liked to. And this I is thought, again some bias, but YBN Corday I think would have been a good look for that.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. I think really he's 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 a torch holder. I wouldn't have I been think mad of what's at next.
0: That. I wouldn't have been, and also I think it would be cool for BET to kind of include somebody who's a bit more on the lyrical yeah. side.
1: And then from there it gets into some movies and sports women yeah. and sportsmen. Um, oh, shocker! LeBron James won.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wins everything. Fifty years in a row. Yeah. That's I didn't cool. watch
1: it. Yeah, I don't have cable either, and BET's pretty uh, selective on like what streaming sites they're on, and okay. I don't think that they're I have... They're not on Hulu, right? I, yeah, I don't think that I have the option to add them a la carte. You should have seen the UFC fights, though. Dude, somebody at work told me about that and said they were one of the best of the year. I'm going to have to go back and watch Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker, bro. Fight of the year. Let's get into this list. Let's, Let's do it. You want to go 10 to 1, 1 to 10? How you wanna do you want to do this? Let's do 10 to 1. Okay. I was like working my way up. Okay. Let's go. Let's go line for line. All right, what you who you got number ten right. this year? Mid year list. All right, so I think number ten
0: for me, I hadn't ordered these yet. Um, I think number ten for me is probably gonna have to be a Young Lean Stars album. Okay. Um, I really like that one, but it is more of like an alternative, sort of sad boy aesthetic. Um, I I just I like what Young Lean's doing because it's a bit different. It's it's a I think it's very forward thinking. And, um, you know, just as somebody who definitely loves kind of the more melodic and more sad shit going on
1: right now. And I did like I that. Like I listened to it doing. once because I, I think at one point you we and, were were it, yeah. um, and, and I were talking about reviewing it. And I left it off the list because it was more alternative right. than it was was rap.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, number 10, I have Dark Lane demo tapes. Drake.
0: That's in mine. Yeah.
1: It's a little and higher I, I, put it, I put it 10 because... It's not really in I mean it is an album, but it's not an album. It's kind of like more life where it's playlist. just kind of some gray area right when you get into that, and I didn't like the whole project as a whole. I mean, I liked it, but mm-hmm. there's about five songs I'm gonna go back to, right, and it right. has been in heavy rotation, and obviously off the songs alone, I mean. He's done really well off of that, so I I think it deserved to make the list. That's yeah, why I put it ten.
0: I think for me, like some of the some of his better songs from the last couple of years are on here, like Deep Pockets. Oh um, yeah, Chicago Freestyle is amazing. When to say when? When to say when? I think those first three are really good, and then um, Desires. I like Desires, and um, yeah,
1: I was about to say Life is Good, but that yeah. was on High off Life. Yeah. Um, no, I like that one a lot.
0: Yeah. I think I think uh, for for Drake consistency is key at this point in his career, you know? He's not hes not somebody that has to kind of blow everybody out of the water every single time, you know?
1: No, and I mean, I think he's done a good job at kind of hitting all of his markets
0: because he is—he does have a diverse yeah. listening yeah. base. Yeah, pop, hip-hop.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, I know. Moms Dance hall. to yeah.
0: Dancehall. He has this UK grime. group. Grime. Yeah. Grime, of course. He has to hit a couple of Grime. If
1: you go to war on there, Woyoy. Yeah. yeah, I liked <laughs> war. Which? What was the one with, is that the one with Fabio 4 I don't know. Um, I just know he doesn't demons, do iCloud or demons. email. Yeah. The oh, one yeah like, like, that that's hard.
0: Don't do iCloud, don't do email. Why are men like
1: <laughs> Yeah. But I, I liked uh the yeah, it was Demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, who you got in ninth? Um
0: this is kind of I don't know if you've even heard of this guy, uh big baby Gucci with Teen Spirit. Cannot say that I have. My friend uh my friend Justin turned me on to him. And um, I just want to play a little bit of this track just because I know a lot of people probably don't know who this is But just to give you guys kind of a feel and I want you to tell me kind of who he sounds like just off of this track This is drop-top Lexus, which you'll
1: quickly know the name of This sounds like N64 music X You think X? I just fuck with this heavy,
0: bro. I could see X. I thought, yeah. um... I thought a little Playboy Cardi and kind of, um... I'm gonna play one more for everybody. Yeah, X was the first person I thought of when I heard that. This is Vogue. This is my favorite song probably off the project by far. And I yeah, think that DJ the Khaled heard this beat.
1: <laughs> How did DJ Khaled pass on this?
0: X and P and B rock. Ooh, okay. I just think I, th- I like what he's doing. Um, I peeked the mic again. Sorry, guys. Um, I like what he's doing. He's it's it's very much it's a bit more sing songy, but it's um it's got he's got some good production choices. I'm not sure if he's somebody that's gonna blow up. I don't know if he has that song, but um I think about four four of his songs on here have the little star next to him which means, I, th- I guess that means he's doing pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's, that's like what Apple call, or deems the hot tracks. Yeah, so um,
0: Teen Spirit by Big Baby Gucci.
1: Okay, anything else to say about that? No, I would I would definitely recommend everybody go check it out, though, for sure. All right, uh, number nine was Music to be Murdered by. And I put that one because... Him M&M. and yeah, Him, because I- you're white. You Go ahead, keep okay. going. Yeah. i mean, got to stay, <laughs> stay on brand here. Um, but when I was going through, like, obviously, I always, and you did the same thing when we were kind of firming up our list, we went back and looked at all the albums that came out to make sure we didn't miss anything. Right. And that was one, like, you did. You were like, oh, I forgot about yeah, that. I did. And I kind of did too. but then when I went back and looked at the playlist or the track list, I don't know what was going on around the time we reviewed this, but I definitely need to put this back in rotation because I did like a lot of it. Like lock it up with the Anderson it was Pack, No early Regrets. In the year. Um juice he had juice water on there. Really I I the only feature that, I didn't care for that, was Ed Sheeran. Godzilla is probably my favorite. But song that was, of of his. I actually I take that back. I kind of like that because after watching the music video, it means a little more. That's the one where uh Eminem and Ed Sheeran are riding around in the Pope car mm. and all the tweets are coming at them. Oh, Remember yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, So I I do like that one. And it it was a good album. He had Young M.A. on there. It was pretty diverse. Like you saw uh, Eminem kind of getting outside of his comfort zone a little bit. Um, And he's kind of, I don't want to say he's grown or changed, but did you see recently it was, was it it Fat Joe maybe? There was a verse that came out that had Eminem on it that got leaked. And it was a verse that Eminem didn't clear because of some of the stuff he was talking about, and he dissed Diddy in Revolt. Well, yeah, it got leaked. I heard there was and, some controversy. Yeah, and Eminem game. came out and said, like, look, I, I pulled that song because of the verse. I don't have those feelings anymore. He said, I made it in the heat of the moment. And even then, I decided not to put it out. And he, I mean, he made a public apology on Twitter. Yeah. When's the last time you saw Eminem apologize for anything? Well, I mean, in that case, too, like, when you didn't clear something and it gets leaked out, it, and he addressed yeah. that, like he said. Obviously, like I understand, how most people t- will know this.
0: But like, think about how many times you've said something, maybe when you're when you're recording a song or when we're recording a podcast. Shit, we've oh edited out God. so much stuff that
1: Jake literally like,
0: has saved my ass probably more times than
1: I can count. Yeah, and you were like, I mean, it just yeah, just, you, some stuff I mean, slips. Yeah, 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 and you have to catch each other. I think maybe if it wouldn't have been somebody as big as Diddy, he probably wouldn't have apologized. But you, Eminem's I mean, just kind of doing some atypical m&m things like apologizing and working with some of these artists that you wouldn't have thought like don toliver which i get that's a probably a little bit of a record deal thing like hey this guy's popping do your do your thing with him but it's good to see him kind of reaching out and doing something a little different it's
0: thing. always good to see babkins, growth. Yeah. babkins. <laughs> dude have you heard the chris D'elia controversy
1: yeah let's not talk about that <laughs> <laughs> m&m's gonna pull that music video yeah probably but it was a good album. I liked a lot of what was on it, and I hate that I haven't listened to it more. Do you think this will
0: be something that could make your end of the year? Or uh, maybe like, like I said, I need to listen mention. to it some
1: more. There may be some songs on there that are kind of some sleepers that I just can't get past Godzilla. I like that one. I could no, no. I mean, like it's it's that good. Yeah. Like I just can't stop playing it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It, we'll see what comes out later in the year. Because uh, okay. there's some stuff that's supposed to be like. Snoop Dogg just was talking about how he was in the studio with Kanye and Dr. Dre and yeah. he said Kanye has got some hot shit for you guys. So I who knows what is coming. Like I there's a lot of hot, stuff. Hot-ish. Yeah. He doesn't cuss anymore. Okay. Well, Kanye can't control what Snoop Dogg says. But it depends on how the Probably year goes. A Christian album. Who I, I mean, I like Jesus is King. I fuck with Jesus King. I like I like some <laughs> I fuck with Jesus' is king. Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> sponsored by the Gideons. Pierre Bourne's work on Jesus Kings. Yeah. Wonderful. So, it depends on how the year goes.
0: For sure. For sure.
1: But yeah, I mean, statistically it is at the bottom half of this list, so right. if you five out five new albums may make this, yeah. so you, you got to cut something somewhere. Right. So,
0: number 8 for me guys is a uh, Modus Vivendi by 70 Shake. If you don't if you can't tell by now, <laughs> the common theme in my list is melody, and I think it's just been Um, it's a lot of stuff that I, I feel like I can listen to anytime. Um, for her, I mean, The Pines is on there. That's one of my favorite songs she's ever made. Guilty Conscience is something that I can play for everybody. And it has like an 80s aesthetic to it. It's definitely more singing. Um... I, I like her whole... I like her whole vibe. I've liked those 7 No Shake probably for, like, the last, like, two years. I've and she's gotten a little more exposure.
1: Like, she danced yeah. for somebody at the Grammys. That was... She got a lot of traction off of that. And yeah. she, that made my honorable mention. That was, oh, that's that's awesome. Andy did.
0: Yeah, it's, um... I think it's a wonderful project. It's definitely something to play, like, late at night or just something to play alone when you just kind of want to relax. Um, her voice is very haunting to me. And, uh her delivery
1: her and um i can't think of her name we talked about her later earlier this year too uh
0: not summer walker
1: the one when she did a future or a feature of a future um future oh oh, 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 oh. (laughs) i know what you're talking i know who you're talking about Uh, fka twigs yes fka twigs i like both of them i think i like twigs a little bit better Okay. And well, that, sorry, and I apologize. That's, that's who danced at the Grammys.
0: Yeah. Because I, I, I was going to say, I didn't yeah. know she yeah. danced. Yeah, FK Twigs, and she does her own choreography. Yeah. She yeah. is uh, le- as legit as they come in that realm. I mean, if you watch some of her videos that she's done, she's choreographed all her own videos. She's she's a hell of a talent. She's a hell of a talent. Absolutely. But shout out to both of them. But um, Motors v. Vende is definitely one of my favorite projects. I think this one could carry over into my end of year, to okay. be
1: honest. Anything else on that? Uh, no. Number eight for me was Run the Jewels four by Run the Jewels. I like the two chains feature a lot on that track. On yeah, that album. He kills it. I think it was a good time for that album to come out. I don't know that it was really slated to come out then, because it was kind of a shock. I don't really think they promoted it. It just they did a like little a week bit week before and they said it's coming. And then,
0: no, no, no. Because it was on it was on like Instagram and stuff. They was were it? promoting it. You know when I the just Oolala, didn't see it
1: until it came out. Ulaa came out as a single. With DJ Premier, and yeah. then
0: I said the video came out, and then they started kind of pr- promoting it.
1: But but I think now was a good time because a lot of the message is about the stuff that's going on they're right very now. socially anonymous. Yeah, and I mean, look, Killer Mike is he was on the Bernie circuit. We actually tried to go see him earlier this year. Mm-hmm. So obviously, he's very at the forefront of social justice, um, which, and like I said, a lot of his music their music was very synonymous with what's going on. So I think it was a very good drop. And I think that's a kind of a thing that artists are struggling with right now. Like, do I put an album out amid coronavirus? Do I put an album out amid all the social injustice going on? Because you really don't want to take the attention away from either thing. Right. right. So it is kind of a tricky climate to navigate as far as releasing music goes.
0: Right. And unfortunately for me, I guess I just haven't been as in much of a mood to listen to this album as... Um, some other projects that have dropped, so I would probably say right now this is going to be an it. I don't know, I'm conflicted whether or not to put it in my top 10 just because I haven't listened to it enough. But I know if I don't put it in now, I'll feel like I'm missing out. So,
1: I can put it in at the end of the year,
0: um, yeah. I, I don't know, I'm kind of torn. I'm kind of 2020 torn. goes 12 months, we're only six months in, yeah. So. Yeah, it might make my end of the year, but right now I would say it's probably just an honorable mention, okay. All right. Uh, number seven for me. I mean, we already talked about this one, but uh, Dark Lane demo tapes with Drake. Uh, just a solid release from him. And uh, as a long time Drake fan, uh, it was nice to see him.
1: All, kind of that, in all Dark Lane name. demo tapes was is when he sells that house, he's gonna say, "Here, listen to these eight music videos. <laughs> and you don't even have to come look at it. I'll just show you the house." <laughs> yeah, it was really shit. was wild that it's not even a
0: house. It's like a mall. It's yeah. like a Galleria. Have you did you see his like setup for his
1: internet? Yeah.
0: He has, like, a full-blown, like, network at his
1: house. I mean, you need it's to. Incredible. How many freaking Wi-Fi routers you think are in that bitch? Yeah, true, true. He has to get... There's
0: a sex dungeon there somewhere. You can't have 500
1: floors and not have a sex dungeon. <laughs> Look, that's something else. <laughs> Just like the Crystalia, let's not talk about that, because Drake has been confirmed to have texted oh. Millie Bobby Brown... Well groom yeah um, no let's not talk let's, about that let's, let's move about on about
0: great dark laden demo tapes was. yeah let's move on to um deep pockets it hits really good chicago freestyle hits really good not you two with chris brown is a better version of the song that they did last no year guidance. The, right which not that good Ugh, but i like you too um fuck to see slide though uh it's that's
1: it i just can't it, get it, down it, with it it achieved its purpose I think. Yeah, but, but I don't think to a TikTok you know? TikTok hit. He did. Yeah, totally. But no. I haven't seen that many TikTokers do it. Not anymore. Yeah. Because that shit changes on, like, no. five minutes and yeah. the trends have shifted <laughs> on TikTok. It's
0: wild. Because <laughs> in five minutes there have been already,
1: like, 3,000 videos done. But, um, Desires, too. I really like that song. You in got Desires. Future. Yeah. It just hits good. Number seven for me was The Price of Tea in China, Baldi James. Ooh, which sure I know no. is probably on yours. It is. Maybe a little bit higher. Um, mm-hmm. uh, no, I really like him. I hate that I kind of, I don't want to say I slept on him because he is relatively unknown within the mainstream hip hop, but it wasn't until I saw like the, the kind of odd future co-signs and the, the features that he had. I was like, damn, who is this guy? I got to check, check him out. Right. And I really liked that one. And then what was the, the one that came out two years ago? I went back and, and listened to it the a little EP. bit too. Yeah. Uh, but I really do like the price of tea and China and that one probably will carry over.
0: For sure. Um, Scrape the Bowl with Benny the Butcher is really good. Snort with Freddie Gibbs. Um, Gray October. Evidence is a really good artist. Um, I think so. I'd recommend everybody check him out. And um, uh, Surf
1: and Turf. Vince Staples killed that feature. I'm kind of curious as to what he's going to be doing here next. Because he has done some some pretty solid features. He had this. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, when, when Vince tweeted that... I, mm-hmm. I'm almost certain that's who exposed me to Boldy James. I was like, okay, who, who was Vince Staples rapping And I pulled right. it up? And then when I saw this track list, I was like, okay, damn. Then I went back. Yeah, my first chemistry set is the one I went back to. It's got Action Bronson, uh, Vince Staples, and Earl on it. And that's how I was like, okay, damn, I need to check out this Price of Tea and China tape. Right. And then I went back and, and listened to it.
0: Very
1: nice. Uh, yeah, I really liked it a lot. Uh, but to talk about Vince Staples... He's, he had this, um, he did a feature on the deluxe version of Revenge of the Dreamers that came out this year, and I did not take the loophole and put it on my 2020 list as well. <laughs> It'll stay in 2019, but the, the deluxe of that did come out this year, and he has a really good feature on I feel like you should that. be able to add it in. Dude. I could have. I kind of want
0: to, you know what I mean, I, mean like,
1: be, I won't be that guy.
0: No. Um, I wanted, I honestly wanted to add in Mike Dean's project. That that one kind of I started to go back to it and I've been playing it just at random times. Yeah, it's, it's good. Nice. It's good
1: nighttime music. Like yeah. you just get in bed and just drift out. And, for sure.
0: What number are we on? Six. We're on six. Sweet. So number six for me would be um, uh, Little Uzi Vert versus the World Two, the Eternal Take the Deluxe Edition. I guess technically Eternal yeah, Take Deluxe.
1: mine is that's on my list too. Mm-hmm. And I combined them. Like, there's no need yeah. in separating that.
0: Myron is incredible. Um, Bean with Chief Keef. Um, uh, Moon Relate. I think Moon Relate's one of my favorite ones on there. And um, honestly, Leaders with Nav.
1: It made me like well, a that's Nav that's all, folks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> made me like a Nav feature.
1: I, I, mean, I liked, uh, on the original... Yeah, I like Baby Pluto. I like Silly, Silly Watch. Incredible. Silly Watch may be my favorite. And to tell a little story, I need to go downstairs and tell my neighbors to listen to this podcast episode because they can hear the shout out. But when Eternal Take first came out, it was like a couple weeks after, and that's a pretty like recognizable beat. And I was like, "That's it's Losey, but who? What beat is that?" Yeah. And then I, I I started yelling. I know they heard it. And then literally right after that song played. Um, What's the song? Hey there, Delilah. Came um. on right after. <laughs> what? Must be something wrong with their algorithm, too. But I started singing it, too, and I could hear them down there kind of like cheering. That's uh, fun. But no, the beat for Silly Watch goes silly. And Silly Watch is like one of those
0: songs that I think it's like you either you like it or you don't. Yeah. Cause it, and I will say like Eternal Take," it's um, it's more so of like left field kind of oozy, I think. He took a, a lot more risks. Which is why I think Lil Uzi Vert vs. The World 2 sort of came to sort of supplement with more so of that Uzi that we're used to. Yes, Sursky. Yes, Sursky. I like that song, too. Even though I hated saying yes, Sursky. Well, that's too bad. But shout out to to Uzi. I mean, that
1: man doesn't miss. Spoiler alert, we'll talk about it some more. Yeah. (laughs) Which, in here in just a minute, my number six was unlocked, Benzo Curry and Kenny Beats. And I'm sure we'll talk about that some more too, um, and the reason I kind of put it middle of the pack because it's is classic. Is again what we talked about already. Like, it's kind of on that EP thing, so I yeah. there's really credibility enough to scratch it, being right. that it's not an album, but the quality of what is there is high enough to get it number six. It's also and that one will cross over into it's so concise as like a project, and it's we, yeah. Once you see the music video, like oh. you kind of relive that in your head, so it almost yeah. feels like you're just listening to you're one right. track start to finish
0: but also like just the way it flows you know like i think i think there's so much continuity within that project that a lot of times when you see a project that's kind of shorter like like a black six piece it's good but there's not really a story flowing throughout the project yeah.
1: and i think we talked about this when we talked about uh freddie gibbs alchemist album right one of the things that makes both of those albums so good is the fact that you have one producer one artist and they're working together it's, there's no like email this email that like I'm sure a little bit of it was done that way but a lot of it was done like one on one in the studio together there's to
0: genuine chemistry
1: yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, but yeah the, the, it's length is the reason why it's is where it is it's
0: it's on like
1: it's it would be hard to give it album of the year even though it's an e- e- EP of the year
0: hey guys what, we all know where it's for, me. for
1: you <laughs> it's not uh, hard for me to give it album of the year
0: <laughs> What's your number five? That's fair. Uh number five for me, hang on just a second. I um Descendants of Cain by Ka, K A Ka. Um this project sort of the whole uh the whole premise of it is like black on black crime. Um, you know, Cain killed Abel and he's it's very much like his his flow is very much more of like a spoken word and Jake's read my writing and I've posted some stuff onto the Hooks Lines and Hip Hop page. I'm glad Jake doesn't mind.
1: But okay, I, I post my shit on it. <laughs> but
0: i um if you guys know I really enjoy spoken word. I, I write often. Um, so listening to that album, it's it's very it's 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 really thought provoking as a project. And it might be a bit of a pretentious choice. But I think it's something that will carry into the end of the year. Just
1: the, the fact that it's a concept album. And if you think it's pretentious, we're sorry. We barely care about your opinion. <laughs> we're here to tell you ours. Exactly. Exactly. This isn't a round table.
0: For sure. For sure. But um, he's, he's just, it's, it's very much like poetic to me. And I think that's why I really enjoy it. Descendants of Cain. Okay.
1: By Ka. By Ka. Okay. Number five for me was Eternal to Take. Losey That includes Losey I'm
0: surprised because I didn't think you were that big of a fan of it.
1: I didn't. Re- there's. It's, it's kind of a la carte to me. Right. I like what I like and I don't like what I don't like. Right. But I think it was it Views the one year where I was like, ah, I didn't really like Views a ton when it came out. Right. And it's kind of the same thing, Like, but I can't argue you with the numbers. Was, I, I remember
0: this very clearly, guys, because I loved yeah you like can't argue with the numbers that it did yeah. like
1: 1.6 billion yeah streams. and the same thing with this like Lil completely
0: took over yeah for three weeks he was he was on the charts the whole time yeah I mean
1: and that, that's why it it is where it is and also it, Myron like that song alone yeah kind of just
0: puts it up there for me that's probably my favorite one of my favorite uzi songs in the last like two years
1: and to me and there's really never been an uzi project that i've loved like start to finish anyway so to me at first i was like damn i was expecting more right. but then when i went and looked back at it like in hindsight i was like have there ever really been an uzi project that i really just rode for well, uzi ever, to versus the
0: world i would say like it's a bit shorter um P's which what's Q's the one with on yeah there. what's the one with Scott's?
1: Lamborghini dream the one with that's the first one. Yeah, that was the that was the first yeah, exposure I had to. Was, that uh, is that's a hell of a project. Yeah. too. but yeah, I just in, in hindsight I couldn't think of another project that I liked like that. So it was hard to compare it to that. Yeah, like I can't mm-hmm. hold it to like a a Kendrick album standard.
0: I, I like that. I like that. And and that's the thing. Like if that project is a la carte for you, it doesn't mean it can't really like make your list you know because if the songs are impactful if they're heavily in your rotation i think
1: yeah and that's it's really like i said the same argument i I couldn't put views on that list in 2016 or 15 whenever it was and not put this album it's really the same thing just insert lousy for for drake right who was number four for you all right so we're
0: getting up there now uh pray for paris uh west side gun number okay 400 million plus tax Three twenty seven with Tyler the Creator, um, Eurostep. Allah sent me with Benny the Butcher. Um, Five hundred dollar ounce with Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs might be the the dark horse of this year,
1: because he yeah, and he, he is he rode off of a work, high twenty nineteen too. He had um, the the track with Bandana the, uh, yeah Bandana with Madlib yeah. uh, that he was kind of riding off of too. Um, I like that it, it was an honorable mention for me, mm-hmm. and it, I think it's because. It, that's an album that you. West Side Gun is very unique and different. You have to be in the mood to listen to that. Like right. it's not something that if you just hit shuffle and it came on. To yeah. me, I'm not always going to be in the mood for that. I like
0: it when when I'm working out because it sort of puts me in a in a headspace. But for, I like I like moody kind of albums. You know what I yeah, mean?
1: Yeah, and for an album like an album start to finish, out of all the ones we've talked about, that's really one of the more solid ones as it's far so as complete. a a project. Yeah, you're right. It, it's like. It's it's a full it's a full experience. I love
0: what Griselda's doing just as a collective. Um I don't really think there's too many people right now that are doing what they're doing in regards to underground New York hip hop. No, not at all. Um yeah, pray for Paris. It's gonna be this mid year is really strong for me. Usually my mid years are kinda just eh. But I, this is the first time where I like, well,
1: really enjoyed my mid-year. I think, too, it's, I, I before we start, I said it was kind of a dry year. And I wouldn't necessarily say it's been dry. It's just been the stuff that's been good has been good. The and stuff the stuff that's been bad has been obviously you, bad.
0: The stuff that's been good, it's not even good. It's been great. Yeah. Like, look at the caliber of projects we've gotten. And and it's just now but, we're heading into
1: July. Yeah, and my next one is a, is a great example of yeah. that. And I struggled putting it this high because of its length. And that was Industry Games. Chica. Okay. Oh uh, wow, nice. Her talent is incredible. Yeah. Uh, I'm really curious to see where she goes from here because this was incredibly well received. And she is with Warner Brothers, so
0: she's or got Warner a, records. She's rather. got a
1: push. She's got a big label behind her, and I understand that, and I hope that she does something good.
0: She doesn't look like that anybody got. that's out right now. No. She she um her delivery is incredible. She's I mean, she's kind of on, like, a caliber of, like, a biggie, I would say. Yeah, I know you said when we talked freestyle. about her,
1: she was, you said she's, like, biggie reincarnated. Yeah,
0: she really is. Like, just the way she comes onto the mic, she has a lot of confidence. Um, Industry Games is, is a phenomenal project.
1: Yeah, I really like that one. And, again, its length it's only 20 minutes long, so it is hard yeah. to put it there.
0: It's tough because the, a lot of these bite-sized projects, either they're really impactful and they make you want to play them over and over again, or they're just kind of just whatever.
1: Yeah, and a good example of that, I think, would be Jack Harlow's Sweet Action. Like, there were a couple, like, What's Poppin' was big on that. I like that one, and Hey, Big Head. But other than that, there wasn't, a, like, this is good, start to finish. There's not a track right. on here that is it, isn't it good. Not to say that Jack Harlow's is bad. No. But when you have these, these like, bite-sized, like you said, projects, it's got to be. It's got to be concise. Yeah. For because sure. when you're only listening 20 minutes, it, that one three-minute track that was bad is going to stand out. It's yeah. Almost 10 yeah, there's not very much there's not, not a lot of room more. for
0: error. There's not a lot of room for error at that yeah. at that at that point. Who'd you have it for? Oh, number four for me would um let's see.
1: Dude. You somehow always manage to get a number off, so I've been keeping I up with yours. Thank so that you. I, I could say number. It. You already said that one. <laughs> uh
0: number four for me would um it would be I'm trying to see who I'd put there. Because I was kinda coming up with mine like on the fly. Um I'll put Run the Jewels there. RTJ four. Okay. Um I knew I know I was gonna say they were an honorable mention, but I will say like Ooh La, La already is one of my favorite songs of the year. Um uh Just with Pharrell Williams, I think is really good. Uh there's there's um there's a lot of potential for this project and I think uh the social impact of it
1: um right now is very important. Yeah. So And to come from somebody, like, not to discredit Lil Baby, what he has to say is just as important as Killer Mike. But Killer Mike is really living it. Like, he is out there doing things to better the black community. And like I said, not to say that L- Lil Baby is not doing that. No. He uh, came from the streets, obviously knows the problem. Yeah. But Killer Mike is in a position where he can really do well, good. Well, let's look at, at age there, yeah. too. Yeah. Lil, Baby, obviously, yeah, mean, Lil Baby's
0: a lot younger than Killer Mike. so He's he has more of a time.
1: sage yeah. in that
0: regard, if you will. Absolutely. And, and LP, I mean... Um, the, one of my favorite lines was the way he starts out, Ooh Lala, looking for Ms like I lost a friend. And I just, I yeah. love that line. I, <laughs> the way it kicks off the song is just great. So I put RTJ4 up there.
1: Okay. RTJ4 and four?
0: four. Okay.
1: Damn. Math is weird. <laughs> um, a written testimony is my third. Um, and I respect that. I, like I said it the I went weekend, back like, to when it when we, yesterday, dude. When we talked about it. Like I was kind of. No, you were hot on it. I liked it, but I was kind of upset that Jay-Z was on it. And say what you will, I think Jay-Z may have outdone Jay Electronica.
0: He did. On on that project, for sure. And I hate that for Jay Electronica,
1: but you made your bed, bro.
0: And and the fact that you... And here's the thing. I think people were really harsh on this project, including myself, because everybody says, Oh, we waited 10 years. Okay, you waited 10 years. But you waited 10 years for somebody who has constantly discussed the fact that he thinks that um, albums are scams, that they're just put out by record labels, that they don't actually mean anything. So if you, from my perspective, I honestly believe, and this may sound weird, I think this was a bit of like a self-destruction kind of move for J Electronica. Like, okay, you guys are making me put out an album, this is what you get. I don't care if you And, not, and like not to say it, there was nothing bad about it. There's just, when when you wait 10 when years... You, and when you listen to what came out in that time, listen to Exhibit A, listen to DMT, listen to Dear Moleskine with Kendrick Lamar, listen to any of those pro- tracks, none of those hold a candle
1: to yeah. it. I'm sorry, he even like really, the best moment. You painted yourself into a corner by waiting that long. And right. it, he's been vocal about why he waited that long. I don't want to discredit his reasons why he didn't put out an album, but it is hard when you have that much hype. And you wait ten years to to do something with it.
0: But I will say there's a lot of there's there's some some great moments on there. Blinding light is really good. Never ending story.
1: Um, Ezekiel's Alchemist. wheel, I really like that. Was one yeah. with the dream, and then uh, the last track. Yeah. Um,
0: all praise be yeah. to
1: Allah. Yeah. All praise due I'll to. Praise Allah. All praise
0: due to Allah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like that a lot. I mean, it was a really good song. I mean, flux capacitor. We talked about that it was an older track that mm-hmm. made its way back on, which I'm fine with. So was shiny suit theory. Yeah. Which I I gotta say the beat
0: sticks out on that one like a sore thumb. That's the only problem I have with that one too. Yeah. With Shiny Suit Theory. But who you got at number three? Number three for me, um, it's gonna have to be Freddie Gibbs and um, Alchemist Alfredo. Uh, I mean, what more can you say? It's got, it's it's to me it's a uh, a lot like his work with with Madlib, where like you said, one producer, one rapper, yeah. comes together and, real well. And I'm sorry I criticized Tyler's. Uh, you like it on there? I listened to it the
1: other day. Like, Game like, jumping off his yachts. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, in the Mykonos. Mykonos. Yeah. I meant Mykonos. Look, yeah. I, I said it when we reviewed it. It's just cool to look back and think of, like, the kid that made Bastard. is.
0: And when he says that he was the goblin underneath the bridge. The bridge, yeah. I thought that was great. Um, also, uh, Freddie Gibbs just drug talk. Alchemist. Nostalgic uh,
1: production choices. I think I like... Freddie with Alchemist a little more than Freddie with Madlib. That's an interesting conversation. Like I would like to hear a second, like a follow-up so we can compare sure. both for both. What like, I will Pignata say is... And I don't
0: know if they would if it would have as much diversity as Bandana and um, Pinata have. Because this project, even though it's amazing, it's very much the same sort of aesthetic
1: throughout. Yeah. And, you know? and I like Pinata more than I like Bandana. And I think I was right. pretty open about that when we talked about Bandana. But I would like to see maybe a follow-up with them and see kind of how they would stack up to the level that Freddie and Madlib are. Oh,
0: sorry. I think Freddie Gibbs also, um, what's important to mention about him, uh, he, has, he has been in the rap game for a long time. Yeah. People don't realize this, but he was signed with, um, with Young Jeezy. And uh, there was a lot of beef there, and then he sort of came out of that with pinata and then I remember he had this amazing three song um, sort of EP that came out. Um, I can't remember, but he he's just very diverse as a rapper, and um, I think Alchemist, like I said, his nostalgia and his just his affinity for keys and piano just makes me really enjoy his production. And when you name something Alfredo, you expect kind of like an Italian meal. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it something took you lush.
1: to explain to me what that actually meant. And it's yeah. Alfredo, Alchemist, and Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, Alfredo. If you didn't know that. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Great project, though,
1: honestly. My number two, I had Heaven or Hell, Don Tolliver, And that's where it is wow. because of the times it's been spun on my I was phone. waiting. Like, I kept yeah. waiting.
0: I'm like, when is he going to say Don Tolliver? Yeah, when that's is he up there. say Don
1: Tolliver. And really, the... It, the it's almost perfect in my opinion, other than had enough. Oh, okay. and that's just I just don't like two thirds of the meat goes on there. <laughs> just I, I could have done without I, that. I don't understand why that song was on there. Yeah, so. because yeah, it was weird that it was like I could have understood if maybe like. On Jack Boys, maybe had enough would have been like a snippet, or maybe right. had a, an alternate version with th- maybe some different verses. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't see the need for it to be on both. Yeah. And I just I liked the direction that Don was going with. Had enough, and then when the Amigos got on there, to me, was it Offset and Quavo I think mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, Takeoff was on there. Takeoff gets taken off all the tracks. I would not <laughs> <laughs> left off. Had enough. What'd you say? <laughs> What was that? I'm oh, sorry, what <laughs> that's one of the best moments in hip hop period. Yeah, but just based off of the amount of times I've listened to it, that's why it is where it is. That's awesome.
0: Um, I have kind of a controversial choice to put up this high, but it just kind of threw me for a loop when it came out. Um, Kid Trunks Moon. Okay. It's very similar, if you listen to his intro, if you listen to his flow, I think it's very similar to X. I think even the well, choice I mean, of granted. calling it Moon. Yeah. They they're both members only alumni. But the fact that he called it Moon, but it's when I tell you it's like a beautiful listen, also will see a song on on there called Habibi. Um shout out to the Arabic in
1: there. Um
0: But I think it's it's a bit of an homage to X. Um I don't I didn't realize how talented Kid Trunks was and his ability to kind of do that sort of more low... You know what X did on, you know that song Train Food? Yeah. Like that.
1: Okay. Like I, that. That's one of my favorite X songs of all time.
0: Right. Minus the screaming at the end, you know, when he gets kind of in the upper register, yeah. but you know how he's kind of just monotone throughout the whole track? Kid Trunks kind of hits that and the features, I mean, uh, if you listen to um, Obey Child, um Bass Santana is a feature on there and the Not singing other is... That's another members only. Of yeah. Really? Fuck, dude. Talented. Um, yeah, I, really, I, I really enjoyed it
1: their most recent tape the one that came out after X died volume, four. Only, volume 4 volume okay. 3 had a tree on it that was um, X's tattoo on the front yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I really like that project
0: it, this hits really well um, I don't and what's know, it called again uh, Moon okay Moon
1: yes Can you check that out I didn't even know that he even put something out and yeah. I try to keep I think I sent up with it them.
0: to you when I was listening to it i have to go back I sent
1: you Obey Child but it was late at night. When yeah, I, I like them a lot. Like, there's really not anybody on there that I just really didn't like. No. Nah. And it, now that, and I mean, the circumstances are unfortunate. Now that yeah. X is gone, and he's no longer the front runner. So some of these others may have an opportunity to blossom and, and become the thing, who they they are.
0: And when when X was blowing up, he, I mean, no disrespect. There's probably a reason, but he wasn't pushing members only.
1: No, not when he like ever since like the look at me. Yeah kind of hype died down, it was more about himself like and that's seventeen I, I don't, yeah, I don't say that in a slight no. but yeah there wasn't any members only features on there. He even really wasn't doing stuff with ski, like he which granted at the time there was some beef there. Like he right. was kind of separated from some of the people that he came up with. So I understand that, but I'm glad to see that some of them still have a career and can do things without him.
0: I hope that this gets a lot of a lot of mainstream attention because like I said um, I can tell there was thought put into it. It's not a perfect project, but again, for me right now, it's really about it's really about melody for me. Um, that's sort of. Have works. you heard? Have you heard Wanna? Uh No, no, I I can't get past Argentina.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's, that's first track. Isn't it? <laughs> yes. You listen to Nav? Good Intentions. Yeah, that's actually number one. Is the deluxe, and number two for me is the original so good so good. us brown boys we love it <laughs> oh fuck out of here number 1 for me we've already talked about alfredo for the gibson Alchemist. Wow. um much Very like nice. um west side gun like and you 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 kind of mentioned it as maybe a slight mm. that saying like it not a slight but really in comparison to like bandana and Pinata, there was a little more diversity there right. where this is a little more focused in one message and i think that's why i like it i think it was like 40 minutes so it was pretty short and just overall i think right now that's probably the the front runner for me And i know for sure it'll be on the year in 35 minutes
0: it's just even what i mean is like it's hitting the same sort of tone in regards to alchemist production yeah whereas freddie gibbs or i mean madlib i would say kind of did he he was definitely flexing his muscle on bandana
1: where it was a lot more different productions, a lot of samples. I want to hear I wanna hear Rick Ross and Alchemist make a project together. Because Rick Ross embodied be Scotty Beam. Yeah, And like did. just Alchemist can make that just like gangster. And, and also the
0: best the best Rick Ross songs are when he's on Lush. Yeah. Lush production. Um man, there's a song like the the music videos like him in like this mansion. It's be- it's just beautiful. But even his last project, the one that he had where he had the crown Port on it, of Miami, head. too. No, no, the one before that one.
1: This one with Santorini Grease on it, but yeah. I can't remember the name of that. The Santorini Grease is, is the song I was thinking of, too. Yeah, just very lush. Lush production. Was that that was Rather You Than Me. That's the one. Is that the name of that project? That's I where he know, talks about uh, Birdman.
0: Yeah. Uh, relations. yeah I think that DJ was Rather Khaled. You Than Me.
1: That was, a, that was a great, yeah. great album. No, but I'd love to hear that, because just hearing Rick Ross, like you said, on that lush beat, just mob talk, just, mm-hmm. that's what I want to hear from Rick Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Correction Rather officer. you than
0: me. C.O. C.O.
1: Co Rick Ross. Oh, oh, boss. Get back in your cell. I'm the boss. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, man. Who do you got mm. at number one? Guys, now this was tough. Yeah. We'll just stop it here. I think we all know. <laughs> it was bad intentions. Unlocked. Deluxe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's Freddie G- <laughs> <Freddy> Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats. Unlocked. Number one. Um, the only person who has a shot at dethroning it probably would have been Freddie Gibbs. But still, no dice. However, yeah, in- comma. Have you been listening to JPEG Mafia singles coming out? Yeah, that man is cooking with heat.
1: That that may be one that would dethrone it for you. Um, Come on, Kid Cudi has been active. He's been tweeting a lot. He if said, "We get the Scots." Yeah, I, I don't know that we'll get the Scots, but I, I think that Kid Cudi is working on an album. He said, "Like I have some things on for a you." Podcast. Too. Yeah, I saw that. Um, that may be one that kind of takes that spot. At least, especially added of into the ten is really yeah. good. So we'll see what happens there. Um, well, like do- you said, the stuff that was good this year was great. There yeah. was not a really no middle ground no. because even the like I'll go through my honorable mentions. I had Modus Vivendi, which we already talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, the only one on there that's kind of like tongue in cheek is Baby Gravy with this young right. gravy and Baby No Dollar Signs or Baby No Money. However, Baby No yeah. Money uh, that's kind of just like it really just strictly entertainment. Not a lot yeah. of artistic value. Which there.
0: they're kind of more on the meme rap yeah. end of the spectrum.
1: Which Pray is for fun. Paris was an honorable mention up, very yeah. good project the goat polo g i have nothing but great things to say about polo g he's an incredible storyteller out of the new age of rappers that are coming out he's one of my favorites he has that track with juice world flex that yeah. i've been
0: listening to heavily i made a um, i made a playlist on apple
1: music um, hlh like i think him and corday yeah. are two that really have the ability to be like torch runners or torch holders and really like be here for a while uh, I had Meet the Wu Too, Pop Smoke. When I we already talked about how I'll, I'll do the, oh, you see his helicopters. Every time I think about Pop Smoke and that he's dead, it really bothers me because he was so different. And I I personally was very excited to see where he was going because he was so different. Like, it was yeah. just a palate cleanser. Like, you heard, like, at first, when I heard Gotti, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. I was like, who is, this is not real. Right. Bitch is not done. <laughs> Flex. Like, yeah. I, I was just like, this, this his, is not
0: real. His voice is. Um, and I will say I was not a fan of Pop Smoke, and I I still will say I'm I'm a reluctant fan of Pop Smoke. Um, his delivery is very refreshing. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that's really sounded like him since like a Fifty Cent, which he's gotten that comparison a yeah, lot. Yeah, what not he really did original is he say, but.
1: really what he's doing as far as like the Brook what he was doing as far as the Brooklyn drill scene and how synonymous it is with the London grime right. and drill scene is very similar think
0: about how much he could have done to bridge that gap that's what i'm he's saying alive. like
1: his potential was sky high it was not to say he wasn't good with i mean meet the woo 2 was a great really like kind of debut i'm really excited to see what 50 cent does with his posthumous album we have heard one single off of it and i did enjoy it. i don't remember what it was called i'm like let to it like once mm-hmm. uh, yeah meet the woo 2 was on there and then six piece hot ep the black yeah. Is on there, and I put it because it was an EP, and I didn't really have enough time to sit with it. Speak, ATL Freestyle,
0: enough. we need to ride out to that. Okay, ATL Freestyle. Um,
1: but like to go along with what we were saying, I think you you had it exactly right. What what was good was great. Yeah, there's not a lot of middle ground. Like it was either good or bad.
0: Right. Did you, dude? Honorable mention would be dra- Would be Thundercat. Yeah, I completely. Is that? It, is it is what it is.
1: Was that the name of that project?
0: Yep. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah.
1: Dragon Ball Duraig is,
0: is yes. beautiful. Um, another one for me would be uh, The Weeknd.
1: Yeah, I looked at that one, I but like it was that so R&B, it's that very R&B it was hard.
0: It's also, it's not even just R&B, it's, it's specifically 80s R&B. It's yeah, not even yeah. like the new age, like, party next door type of R&B where you're, it's kind of rap. Um, Let's yeah. bring the 80s back. Yeah, I, I mean, weekend is definitely doing that, and he might be doing the cocaine too, but... <laughs> I don't want to make any accusations, but I saw Uncut Gems. Yeah. <laughs> Phenomenal. What a good movie. Yeah. I hit different. Um, do you want to do a bit of like, oh, shout out. Somebody's been listening to my 2020 playlist.
1: Yeah, uh, Hakeem has more followers on Apple Music <laughs> than like Six Nine has on Instagram. That's not true. <laughs> but okay. Hakeem's over here doing Kylie Jenner Instagram
0: numbers <laughs> on Apple Music. Listen, if it goes on my Snapchat, it's definitely getting plays. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Um Hakeem is the first <laughs> Apple Music influencer. <laughs> That's that is perfect. Dude, that would be a perfect scene for me. Sorry, bro, Ebro and uh, what's his name? Zain Leg. I already beat you to that. I'm not. I'm not gonna suck your dick. But, but pull I it am. out.
0: But pull yeah. it out for me. <laughs> um, I wanted to go through kind of your 2020 playlist so far. I think it'd be a good time to kind of recap and just see what artists are in it for you. Because you know, it has the featured artists at the bottom. We can kind of talk about that a little bit.
1: Gotcha. Uh, see, I've been lax and I have not really made a 2020 list. Okay. So I'll have to freestyle this. I, I'll go to Apple music on my Mac and I can look at everything that I've added this year. Okay, sweet. It kind of go over it. Let's skip all the There's father's so day much country. country. <laughs> so much um, country. I, and there were some albums on here that I did like some of the stuff, but it just as a whole, wasn't right. good enough to put it on this list. Like low boat three. I thought it was a great outing from Lil Yachty. Um, uh, Really like the song with Tierra Whack and oh, that's Tyler. That's the only
0: playlist she's listening to. I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to brag, but the only playlist she's listening to. Sorry.
1: Eh, Oprah's bank account. Like, but just I like as the a, to- the best project. the best song Split on that Time. One. I know we all know that
0: Split is really good. But I was gonna say the Tokyo Drift. Um, A$AP yeah, the Rocky one with and Tyler Tierra Whack
1: and
0: them. Yeah, they killed that. It was amazing. Um, Little Boat Three. I really feel that um, Yachty was cheated. And I want to explain that. I kind of want to talk about this one. Um, That's one of his stronger releases he's had in the last couple of years. It's one of his lowest selling projects. Him and Lil Baby are on the same uh, record label. QC. What I think, and also City Girls are on QC. Migos are on QC. The problem is when QC, QC kind of likes to strike while the iron's hot. So I think all the funding is just being funneled to Lil Baby, because Lil Baby has been number one, dude, for the last three weeks. He sold sixty nine k. Yeah, well, for for his uh, for his project, and that's been out for a while. In now. this
1: climate, you'll find fifteen Lil Baby fans to one Lil Yachty fan. Yeah, and I I'll stand behind that. If if that number is wrong, it's. Very close. To no, I would ride. say
0: it's probably higher. and it, it may be. I honestly think it's probably closer to like a 30 to one.
1: No pun intended, but Lil Yachty has missed the boat. That is,
0: that is the most fire
1: <laughs> Vice <laughs> News article <laughs> that hasn't been written yet. No pun intended. That's trademarked. So <laughs> complex Vice and all has the others. missed the boat. And then it's like a pitchfork, like little like 6.7. And I hate that for him because he Me really too. does have talent.
0: He stepped up too. Like I honestly think, like he did. He was not trying to be lazy on this project. I think he put a lot of effort into it. But I the think, numbers are not sh- reflecting that.
1: I think he is the money he's making with endorsements and some other stuff probably outshadows what he's doing in hip hop. Yeah. So I don't know how much he's bothered.
0: That. No, I think he's bothered.
1: You think so? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I haven't
1: watched any interviews with him, so I I don't have anything. to I don't to think judges. anybody's
0: been able to really interview either with you know yeah, quarantine and all that stuff going on. So.
1: What else have you Did you have on your Barona playlist virus. Um Let me pull it up I'm Sorry Slime and B Was another one That was cool to me Like I liked A lot of the stuff That was on there But as a whole It was kind of an L That was a snooze fest Oh to me. And like, it like, was We talked about it a, With more marketing uh, And a little more focus I It was it's an anomaly Like
0: it almost well. felt like It wasn't supposed to drop Yeah You know what I mean Like it, maybe it was Supposed
1: to be something that was <laughs> It's kind of like The, the uh, Paul Rudd Hot Ones meme Who'd have thought The <laughs> two of us Not me <laughs> Like, I think that's what I sent you when it came out. I was like, what the fuck is this even? Who's
0: it's, this for? It's so strange. Like, I just don't, I don't understand. Um, in my uh, in my 2020 list, though, I had Mac Miller in there, Good News. That's a phenomenal song.
1: Um, yeah, the deluxe of Circles came yeah. out this
0: year. Oh, man, we got to talk about that one. Um, Denzel Curry, Kenny Beats is in there. Uh, Tyler's in there. He put out that song, Best Interest.
1: Yeah. But him and Travis, we talked about that, have the best just loose sales. Yeah, they really
0: did. And um, going into the um, Brooklyn drill scene, uh,
1: Back End uh, by Max the Demon. Glad Check that one out. I don't think I'm familiar with that. I did like a, a good amount of High Off Life, but there wasn't enough to put it in that list. And
0: that's another... Uh album I think future kinda stepped up a little bit to put that one out. Despite i am not being a huge fan of it, it's not an album I go. Comparison to, to the last few, like Hendrix. Wizard is still the I think Wizard is still the best one of the newer projects.
1: Yeah, if you're gonna to if me. you're gonna stop it, Dirty Sprite 2 Yeah, evil and um evil, that one are good. pretty close. Yeah. As far as that goes. And Percocet and stripper
0: joint from DS two. I listened to that yesterday. Oh my god. It still
1: hits the same. I'm trying to think some other Thundercat was one. And again, that's kind of on the R&B side. Yeah. So I didn't really consider He's it jazz, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we, we already talked about after hours, the weekend, yeah. um, really it's, and Jack Carlos, sweet action. But again, like I said, when we were talking, it's too short and there wasn't enough of it that I liked When And when you're going to have it somebody like on this minutes. list, yeah, it was real, real short. Yeah. Um, uh, Oh, man, I got to make an ad- <laughs> adjustment. Because He's Find from. the beat, beat Blueface was actually number one. He sold, he sold 12K. You want to talk about somebody not
0: being bothered by numbers? Blueface. Because his whole fucking career is a meme. Good for him. Dude, Get for, that for money. real. Good for him. Get that money. He had women in thong bathing suits fighting in his house, and he made a music video out of
1: it. I want to see if I can find this video while we're, while we're talking. Um, I was actually... Genuinely shocked th- that he could play the piano at at this level, somewhat decent. Yeah, of what he was doing, maybe, maybe he ought to just just do this. Where I, I got, I don't know if I'll be able to find it on YouTube, but he was playing he was Blue just Fist, freestyling. Blue, say blueface playing piano. Uh, I was genuinely shocked. It's Still not the best, um, but yeah, that that. I mean, the great thing
0: about G Funk and like West Coast Beats is you really just need three keys.
1: Bong bong da <laughs> Can't find the video that I was mm. that I had seen on
0: It was on like his on Instagram,
1: Instagram, I think. Um uh, I'll I'll keep looking as we're we're skipping through there. Chilumbo, I know he mentioned that in passing. I liked it, but again, too. That's soul. not really
0: made for us either.
1: No, it's not. Like, and it's long. Based like, on what we listen to, you know. Yeah. It's hard.
0: Uh Shot of Flow five came out.
1: Shot it did well, Trinity apparently. I, he I, killed I still that. like the original. Well, and then the remix with Blueface, if i am being honest.
0: Of, okay. Well. They could not mention that
1: one. Come on, bro. <laughs> that's one of Blueface's best verses ever. Like, he's actually on beat. He was beat. on beat. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He did find the beat that time. I can't find the video. I was thinking of But he was... The freestyle is kind of shit, but... This is more of him playing. See what I... I mean? I mean, Look at... I'm, look I'm, at I'm how, jank... how many keys are there right there? I mean, like, five. But Kanye okay. got away with Runaway. So, I mean, if, if Blueface... Blueface is already seven keys ahead like of that. Kanye... <laughs> Blue, You heard it here first. Blueface is better than Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Way to get us just canceled. I, I repent. Cancel for that. that. Yeah, yeah you, you really shouldn't.
0: You need to go to one of his Sunday services and talk about it. God, I would love to, the to the see about that. I would love
1: to see that. Dude, we, I'm being honest. Yeah, me too, honestly. So, anything you've been spinning? I mean, we pretty much talked about what we've been listening to for the past six months.
0: Travis Scott.
1: Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Look around you. Birds in the Trap.
0: Plus. Birds in the Trap. Oh yeah? A lot. Maybe slept on album? Um, alright. Maybe a sleeper? <laughs> it's it hits really well. Uh, let me see what else. Chris
1: skips on that album, boy.
0: Uh there is. Guidance. Tell me. Guidance.
1: Ah uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah i wouldn't necessarily say it. it's a skip it's a skippity skip that's a, that's how much i don't oh on the run ep with young thug bro yeah 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 that's what he's got elton john on there and jaden smith jaden smith killed, killed it. that that this this project six songs 22 minutes
0: i think we talked about it on the podcast maybe but i climax love with Black the track. is really good i
1: love the track with elton john i yeah. thought that was a super cool look it's a for remix elton john. too yeah. kind of
0: it's kind of a remix
1: I would have never thought that. I mean, they're, they're both. I, I guess the one thing that you can say about both of them is they are very unique. They're true to themselves. They always wear what they want to wear. Very unique, very both individualistic. The,
0: uh, both LGBTQ icons.
1: <laughs> Just because well, he wore a <laughs> dress, I don't think you could say that. <laughs> Smoking I mean, on penises. Okay, loose Babe and lover. I've heard people call Joe Exotic a gay icon. If you're gay and we've offended you with this, we're sorry. But <laughs> no. I don't think that Joe Exotic nor Young Thug are gay icons. No. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gay, so I can't speak to that. Young Thug, listen, listen. You don't have to be
0: gay to be a gay icon. This is my theory. If you look at somebody who who has so much influence in fashion and music... He's literally on runways. The most iconic scene ever is Young Thug with a blunt in his mouth straightening out. Have you seen this? He's like straightening out this dude's like, I don't know what it was, it was a tie or something. I don't know that
1: I've seen that, but that's gotta be up there with him bro. parked next to the Atlanta police, giving him the yeah. finger in that selfie. That's probably one of my favorite Young Thug. I think Young Thug
0: is just like and also, he did play with his sexuality a lot, a lot in the beginning of his of his career. Yeah, he put the brack in his brack. He put he he snuck into the cell and fucked your father. Like you can't yeah, tell also me that
1: young thug doesn't have some. Is on on video recording, allegedly giving himself a blowjob.
0: Need I say more? Yeah. Need I say more? So Young Thug is is not only a hip hop icon; he is definitely a godfather of the new age of hip hop. He's also an LGBTQ icon. Okay. And I will stand by that.
1: That's fine. <laughs> uh, Travis Scott is also in my listening too. Um, went back and listened. I know you probably remember them breaking Benjamin. A little bit of rock. Just okay. try to try to mix the palette up. Um, the Doors. I've been listening to Kid C-Ghost a lot since seeing the the preview for the alleged TV show or movie that's going to come out. Murakami also, I think, he produced the animation for the
0: show as well.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see. I mean, I knew he would be in there being with his ties to Kanye, but I would not be surprised to see some cause artwork in there because Mm -hmm. they've been working with Kid Cudi and Travis on some of the Scott stuff. So that may be something that we'll see them from there, too. Sylvia Demo, dude, with Isaiah Rashad. I went back to That's that been, project. There's been a lot of Isaiah Rashad in my radio. And really? I don't listen to him a ton. I think Sylvia Demo is the one that I have listened to the most, but a lot of his stuff has been being put in there.
0: Some of SZA's best features are on there. And then, of course, I mean, if you listen to Heavenly Father and Modest and you don't put Isaiah Rashad up there, you have no ears.
1: Yeah. Been listening to that. I, I think I plugged this a couple weeks ago or a couple pl- podcasts ago. Yeah. Chilled Cow. Chilled Cow is on iTunes Chilled or Apple out. Music, so you can go listen to their playlists. Still listening to Jack Boy's The Bigger Picture, Little Baby. Trolls is on there. Uh, there's a Light Rock Classics from the 70s and 80s playlist that I add, added if you're on Apple Music. J.S. Cool. Vorster, V-O-R-S-T-E-R, has some pretty cool playlists, and it's a pretty cool playlist if you want to relax and listen to some old rock. Did you hear Chirpy Red's new rock song? I, don't, is that, I know you sent me one. Can I get your live reaction yeah, if you haven't it. heard it? Do it, because I hated the track you did with P&B Rock. So. Okay. I hope to God this is good. That, that you, um, you have, you, you so using the meme already, but... I'm not mad at that. No. Polo G did something kind of like that on his previous album. Memes are so
0: intertwined in our culture today, too. I really like the guitars on it. i don't mind it and the reason why this is important and the reason why i wanted to play that one for you specifically is you and i have been i mean i would say i was definitely the bigger trippy red fan and particularly yeah. his older stuff um but the last two albums exclamation mark yeah, we flop. don't talk about it's kind of like um speeding bolt to nah, heaven
1: i ain't that bad let's be honest if uh, I gotta listen to one of the two, okay. I'll go back and listen to Exclamation Fair. Mark. Well, what
0: I mean is in the discography of the artist, we just don't bring it up. Yeah, that's definitely the black sheep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then Love Letter to You 4, I think he has some great moments, but it's very hit or miss. Troopy Red is talking about his next project being a rock album. And when you listen to his his vocals, when you his best moments, I think, from past projects, I think he'll actually be one of the first hip hop artists to be able to make a Full fledged rock album that sounds good. Yeah, I can see that. Like the only other person that I saw genuinely try it, two people: Lil Wayne, Rebirth, mm. which is hot garbage. Well, yeah, let's
1: be honest. And the one of the hottest tracks off of there is it's, as rap as it it's, gets is "Drop the World." Yeah,
0: yeah, and no, that and that's that's so crazy that it's on that album out of all the ones. I mean, because, there
1: are some guitars. Like if you want to really yeah. be that guy and say I'm guitar, <laughs> okay, but, but really that's as rap of, as it gets. Yeah. But then... Um, Prom Queen was probably the most rock you get. And I love that. People hate it, but I love... Prom <laughs> Queen. Yeah, Prom Queen. Fire dick.
0: Outside, outside of my... Incredible. Um, but, and then, you know, Kid Cudi did Speeding Will to Heaven, yeah. which we just talked
1: about. And the only one, and I know that he has mentioned this. X kind of did it too. Yeah, so. I think X was kind of more so... He <sighs> wow. mixed kind of like Screamo with some alternative. I was
0: going to say, because if you heard... You remember Schizophrenia?
1: Yeah.
0: He... He really had the—I think what these new school artists have, and and, uh, Juice World did it too, was Syphilis, Um, the song. I don't—he did not have Syphilis. I'm not going to put that on (laughs) there. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, But those, like the new age artists, and I think that has to do with growing up with more so like the punk, pop punk sort of bands, um— like a Blink 182, even even some more recent ones like Green Green Day, uh, yeah,
1: and um, Lincoln Panic Park. At the Disco. Like I know a lot of rap fans our age loved Lincoln Park and Jay Z
0: collaborated with Lincoln Park. But I think this might be the generation to be able to bring back that rap rock sound and it not be ass.
1: Yeah, and I I think it was Jay Cole that said this. Don't quote me on that, but I'm almost positive it was him that said like these the new age rappers have the ability. Because because of their age and because of the age their parents are, they have a very wide range of stuff they've been exposed to. They can rap about cartoons, like, I mean, my parents raised me on anywhere from Guns and Roses to Randy Travis. Who we've already right. talked about so we like our age has a wide demographic Young, of stuff we can listen to Young because Thug of was, how accessible stuff is to us.
0: And to add on to that, Young Thug was saying in an interview with Adam Twenty Two, like the reason why Juice World, what at the time he said was like the best freestyler, is because he's. He's so smart. And when he said smart, it was in the context of he can not only, like, he brought up Tarzan as an example. But he's like, he'll talk about a character in the show and, like, be able to expound on that. Yeah. And it's like that that knowledge base, that, that pop culture knowledge base that our generation has, being the fact that we grew up, like, in an era where we remembered the time before the cell phone, before internet, and then we got to see the... Kind of the evolution of the internet, we really grew up in this very special capsule, and I think that's why you're seeing so much, like so many boundaries just get pushed by this generation. And I know every generation wants to claim that they're boundary pushing, but I will argue that millennials and Gen Z, for all the negatives, the positives are the ability to take everything and just sort of make something. Out.
1: Yeah, and even even the people before that, like my old boss, is a good example of that. He was big into, like, computer IT, like, in the late 80s, early 90s, right. and then early, early 2000s. And most people his age are not, I mean, are completely inept computers. They're not right. tech But he's very good with that. So I think it even goes beyond our generation. But you see, like, the way technology has advanced, it's almost been, like, breakneck speed for the last 30 years, whereas if you look before then, like, it, stuff was developing and advancing. But now that you have technology... I mean, look at flat screen TVs is the perfect example. This TV was one hundred and twenty five dollars when we were using for the monitor. I remember when flat screens first came out, they were thousands. And they were shit. Yeah, I mean, just to see how quickly stuff advances, and with the ability for us to just pull up our phone. I mean, even with that piff, we were in the streaming area. We could go and listen to whatever we wanted to if we had an internet connection, or find a way to procure it. (laughs) That's that's as much as I'm legally allowed to say. Jake but had I a think, ski mask on yeah, when he was on the internet. You I know, have no. a ski mask on right now. <laughs> and my webcam's taped. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think because we're so, like, we can really get our hands on anything if you have an internet connection, I think that is what's helped the new generation. Look, look well. at
0: kids nowadays, like, the way they're evolving so much faster than us. It's like, it's amazing to see a 10-year-old now and talk to them and you're like, what? No, it's not. You... <laughs> You know, like it's amazing to see like what they know. Unfortunately, TikTok has has really just brought down, has slowed us down
1: a bit. It's as so it's, great. This is Tabitha is is my connection to TikTok, so I don't have one. Like I just view it you through like her. Like, through yeah, her just I, I see what she watches. Yeah, I just recently deleted Twitter. Um, like honestly, I mean, and I, I think I'm gonna start up another one for the the podcast just so I can keep up with what's coming and out.
0: Also, I think it would be good first to have a Twitter presence.
1: But like deleting it Twitter is canceled. Yeah, it then. yeah, I won't. See it. You gotta worry about that uh, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> That's part of what I reason why I deleted Twitter, and I I was just looking back like
0: yeah. I'll be I'll, I'll be honest. Shit. Like yeah,
1: you, we'll we'll save that to the end for our our good note. I'll, yeah. I'll kind of expound on that a little bit more. But deleting Twitter has been so just like beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see. Stuff that I would want to buy, like I still keep up with shoe stuff on Instagram, and like I keep up with the apps and stuff. But I'm not seeing constant stuff that I want to buy. I'm not seeing nude bitches every like three scrolls. And that was the hardest thing ever, like to get on Twitter in public. Like, yeah, I and and I just look back on it and just there's a lot of stuff that I'd put on Twitter that I don't want.
0: A lot of my social media accounts just ended up me following a lot of models. Yeah,
1: Snapchat is all I use, and there's I think I have like 25 friends on there. I, you know my the, Snapchat score, dude? I've deleted Snapchat like
0: three times. Inevitably, I'm always back up to like 10K within the first week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just... <laughs> and that's one too. It's, it's very easy. Like, And I, I, I kind of got on Snapchat after everybody else did too. Right. So I don't have like... There's not accounts that Something, I followed in Snapchat high school Snapchat kind of feels
0: different too to where like you don't have... There's, it's not like you're being bombarded with people's feeds you can be as involved with Snapchat as you want. Yeah. Like, I know people say that about about all social media, but it's not really true because you could be on Twitter and Instagram and not post anything and be on there for, like, hours. Snapchat, it's really just, like, like you'll post some crazy shit you see, like, you know, out, out in the world or I'll post, like, what I'm listening to. But, like, I really don't have to stay on there for hours on end. Scrolling through. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: there'll be days I'll go three or four days without exactly. looking through people's stories, and I'll be like, oh, let's see what the people I know are up to. And if you're on my Snapchat, like if I saw you in person, right, I would talk to you. Right, like I had a lot of people on Twitter. Like if I saw you in Target, I'd probably like throw up the juices yeah. and be like, hey, but I wouldn't really probably talk to you if if you're on my Snapchat. I'd talk to you. Right,
0: right, that's true. Yeah, uh, Snapchat is like more like people that I know, but I do post on like my public story just yeah. to get more followers. And um,
1: stuff. Now have. I mean, I, I guess it, that deleting Twitter has been super beneficial, at least looking back on it. It's, I've deleted it. I think it's been like uh, about three weeks. Nice. Just over those three weeks, like, and I think I've I've caught myself a couple times, like when I'm just like bored sitting on the couch. I still have the You'll app. touch it. And yeah, I'll open it up and be like, oh, yeah, I deleted that. And I'll like, be <laughs> like, oh, I'm not missing anything. Yeah. And I'm not. One of the biggest things that I used it for, even still was just to keep up with sports you didn't really post a lot you still no, it would don't be post a lot
0: like jake doesn't post at all and i'm off was... the grid yeah yeah Top really of the other
1: day asked me she's like you don't get any mail here i said it's probably because all the mail is still going to my old house i said the mail that's important like the bank yeah. any financial stuff comes here good yeah. luck finding me yeah for real uncle sam <laughs> but i i've always
0: i mean like even when it was like popular for us to be like on social media or the age
1: when it was like 16 17 um you were never really posting yeah no and i think that's because as a like so uh facebook was so popular like when that was my first social media like i didn't have myspace i didn't either by the time like i was old enough to use the internet it was i mean for that reason
0: myspace always my mom always told me there's pedophiles on there so it
1: always like freaked me out that's the, spoiler that's alert their, that's there's pedophiles everywhere yeah, yeah there's pedophiles <laughs> on the internet spoiler alert if you didn't know that <laughs> um yeah and i just i that i only use it for facebook and i've been open very open about this like through middle school and high school i wish i didn't give a shit about girls like yeah. if, that if i have one regret and i try to live life with no regrets but my one regret is like just being too focused on relationships in high school and i should have just been having fun um that's my biggest thing in in facebook like I was just thirsty on Facebook as a kid in like middle school. It was all about Hollister. And like, yeah, true. <laughs> hey, it worked for a little while. It did, dude. Listen, Jake.
0: Listen, I knew Jake since ninth grade. Yeah, Jake Copeland.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I hated. I hated <laughs> looking back on it. I hate
0: it. Yeah, dude, but it was the hair. You I, know, the Bieber era was so hot back then. Like, you had the swoosh. You played baseball. You had everything. Those I just those
1: ladies needed, bro. Whatever I I won't go too deep into that, but like I saw like that's why I don't post didn't post a lot on Twitter when I had it like I just I feel like I overexposed myself on Facebook and now I just wanted to be like an observer.
0: Yeah, and
1: I um, <clears throat>
0: I haven't had I haven't had Twitter for two years.
1: About two years. Much.
0: I don't feel any sort of void. I got rid of my personal Instagram. Now I've gotten rid of Instagram and got it back a couple of times. But I can honestly say, like, managing the Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop page is a lot more fulfilling because there's a bit more of a purpose on there. The people we interact with on there, it's it has to do with music, which I love talking about, so um i like that kind of space i think it's yeah really and that, positive. that's
1: what like i saw that like how you get people you get a little bit of conversation going yeah. back and if you if you interact with us on, on face or instagram a lot of it is hakeem yeah. and sometimes if i'll post something i'll either put my initials or like which put that into i me. like that
0: you're signing things i probably should too because like i i kind of forget like sometimes i do treat it like a personal page where i like post shit but um 99.9 percent of the time it's me like jake sometimes will will post like uh like surveys and stuff too yeah. on the page but but I like that because and it also puts us in contact with other people other podcasts um but other than that I don't think people need to be on social media just airing out their dirty laundry all the time yeah. which that's kind of what it felt social like
1: social media me. is like honestly the most toxic thing to come out of
0: like it really the has phone, devolved a lot of social discourse like when people like there were people who had differing ideas that would be able to talk to each other in a room in a setting and be able to hash things out and maybe not come to a conclusion, but at least respect each other's opinion. Yeah. exactly. But nowadays it's like if one person on Twitter, or if you use like some some phrase, some sort of, and I think Twitter is the main. It's it's cancel the main culture. Culprit.
1: Is what has come of
0: that cancel culture just kind of uh, hits. It's different to me like in a negative way it's very damaging because there have been many cases it's not one or two where somebody will post something to get somebody canceled the accusation now is enough to end somebody and then a couple of weeks go by and then you sort of realize oh wait we didn't have the full story yeah and then you've left somebody like with a bad reputation, like um just because of what's been going on in the beauty community, guys, um James Charles was somebody who got cancelled, was called a predator and all this stuff last year, and now the people that were trying to cancel him are the ones being canceled now, so it's it's just very like it's it's very cannibalistic. just people just eat their own, oh my God, play something on Facebook.
1: yeah, you. I got the I got the right out, but yeah, it's just social media is so toxic, yeah. and a good example to talk about what you are saying is like remember when Ellen was at mm-hmm. the Texas Rangers game and she sat With next Bush. to George Bush and That's everybody lost off. their fucking mind. Yeah. Like, yeah, obviously <clears throat> Ellen and George Bush differ in opinions on a lot of things, but, but guess they can't what? watch a damn baseball game together without being criticized on, from both sides. Not only that, what tax bracket is Ellen in? Yeah, she has nothing she has more in common with him than she does with any of the people who watch her. And i I'll, I'll be honest. That's I mean that's what I'm saying like it, when I saw that it was just so backwards to me. Like I remember as yeah. a kid, like I asked some people I worked with cuz a lot of the people I work with are older than me, anywhere from 40 and up. I asked them I was like has, has it always been this way and I just didn't realize it cuz I wasn't a kid and they were like no, like it wasn't like that. And that it just it's crazy. But for the writing prompt or the good note what I wanted to say more so about Twitter. Uh, I went through because of what, a lot of what's going on with just like the social injustice, uh, and really the, the eye kind of being tor- turned to how people treat people of color. And I went back and looked at it. Like there were a lot of people that I interacted with in high school in a certain way, because I thought, okay, they vouch for me or they're cool with the way right. I, I talked to them. And, I think maybe like in hindsight, they probably weren't cool with that. I think maybe at the time they were like they're okay, like almost like the oh, and I don't want to say like oh I have black friends. It's yeah. more so like no, I only talked to this way that way because like you're my boy. Right. And like same thing with you. Like I would make like the the right. the, the, the jokes like about camels and all that shit. Right. And like in hindsight, like yeah, like if you went back and thought about that, like now it may be hurtful, but at the time, like I just thought like you were just cutting up right. with people. And I went back and I was reading through a lot of the tweets that I had on Twitter, and I was like, damn, like. In hindsight, like I wish that I didn't say that right. but at the time I mean granted I was seven sixteen seventeen eighteen I didn't have the mental capacity that you do now and I know that's kind of a cop out mm. but in reality I didn't like you don't have the life experience you have no. now and you know and that was part of the biggest thing that I wanted to delete it for because I was like when I'm forty and i'm I'm doing something and this gets brought up like I'm just looking at all these things that are getting brought up about people right. and I, the last thing I would want is for somebody to pull like Maybe, like, a racist joke or or a racial joke that I retweeted or sent to somebody that I knew in high school. Because, I, like, how do I explain that relationship yeah. 20 years later? Right. You you, you can't. You can't. You can't. A lot of the And things- what's to say those people didn't feel that way and they just didn't want to say it. So if right. that ever got brought up and they were like, no, oh, I really didn't like you talking like that. Yeah. I don't have any recourse to be like, I thought it was okay. Right.
0: And the thing is, like, I think sometimes, and coming at it from, like, my perspective... Um for me the reason why I made a lot of jokes about my own ethnicity being arabic it was my way of fitting in like
1: and i think it's it the same was way just with some my way of the people to fit that I'm in talking about
0: like it was it was my way to fit in in that like oh okay like yeah i mean the jokes are fucked up but it's not affecting me too much and you know i can make friends this way but looking back on it it's like Um, I kind of wish I didn't have to sort of put myself as like the butt end of the joke every single time, you know, literally teachers were making jokes. Like it wasn't even just students. Like we need to talk about that. If people knew (laughs) that it was teachers making jokes like that, like not racist jokes, but like, I remember one, one that happened and I won't say the teacher's name because I still talk to him and, and he's, he's a great guy and he's actually very socially aware and very social conscious person. Um. But I was in class and there was an uh, army, like the planes flying over, you know, those yeah. big ones. And he was like, oh, we got to hide Hakeem underneath the porch so that people don't find him. Yeah. And and, and so I, like, it, it's fucked up. And but I know like, that
1: teacher. And yeah, really at that time he was our age. So I get like, he was with kids that were really not that much younger than him. No, and no He was no, trying no. to fit that in. Wasn't, oh, that wasn't that him. Guy?
0: No. Okay. Older one. Okay. okay. Here, I'll say it to you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I got you. And and he's an older guy, but, like... Sorry. But, like, at the time, like, I didn't mind it. But looking back now, like, you, it, being the ass end of the joke all the time, it kind of sucks. And and now I've realized, like, I have enough, like, personality. And, and like you said, like, just development as a person to where I can just be, like, funny on my own. You know, yeah. without making fun of my In about
1: about two years ago, there was somebody on Twitter we went to school with... And she had mentioned something like, could you imagine this happening at our racist ass high school? Yeah. And I was like, I didn't think there was any real problems with racism at our school. And then now, like with all this going on, it kind of opened my eyes. And I was like, no, like just because I was cool with some of these people like Xavier, I I won't say his last Mm -hmm. name, but I knew him from elementary school, too. We went to the same school and middle school. Or he, I think he left from middle school. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the jokes I made with him, I would kind of like chalked up to like, oh, I'm, we've known each other, and right. like, obviously he's, he's cool with it. And like, it was never like just like blatant no. racism. You, was I was say You never
0: said like, you never said the N word. You never said like, really. Uh, not in public. Yeah, not in, not public. in public. It was the people
1: that I thought I was cool with enough yeah. to say that. And uh, then never said it around me. At like the time, know. I wish somebody would have said, even if they were cool with me saying it, be like, hey, don't. And it, it wasn't yeah. like repeated. Like, dude, I will tell you, as far as college, as far as as recent
0: as college, there's a friend of mine who I I won't say, but he would get called the N-word by white friends because, like you said, like, they just felt like he's cool with it. And, and Nate, i fuck, I said his name, but, um, it, it first name you won't know, but he didn't really, like, see a problem with it, but it's still, like, it's fucked up for white people say the N-word. Yeah. You know? And, um... We live in a—I'm glad that—listen, I think think, uh, the only way growth comes is through a lot of pain. And I think right now it's that pain period where you're seeing all the police brutality, you're seeing all the racist jokes— a lot of blackface that was being done. I mean, you, people look back at like the old Disney movies and yeah, like, blackface well, is this fucked is,
1: up. This is another one that when it when I heard this, I was like, that's kind of how they would pull this. The office. I don't know if you remember yes. the the uh, episode where Dwight dresses up as his German variation of Santa Claus, Belschnickel. Right. Well, there's a scene where apparently Belschnickel's helper. And this is true lore. If you go and read yes. the legends, this is real. But apparently Belschnickel's helper. Are there black elves, right? Was, yeah in black... It was black. Right. But in the TV show, Nate, his helper that helps him run the office complex, he's in blackface. And he comes in and Dwight calls him and he's like, no, not a good time. Yeah. And he turns around and leaves. Well, apparently, the... Uh, what is it Jeff Daniels? What's his name? No, 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 no. I can't... Greg Daniels, mm-hmm. the writer and one of the creators of the office. They went and actually edited that scene out so you never even see... I think his name's Nate. You never even see him in blackface. There's, and I thought, like, uh, that one was... That one was tasteful enough. Where I don't think anybody would have like a real problem with it. There's one that makes me like totally c-
0: kind of like it doesn't make sense. Ken Jeong on Community. Yeah. They're playing Dungeons and Dragons, which is a fantasy-based board game. He painted himself comedically black, like pitch black. Like we're not talking about like a brown skin tone. Yeah. He was pitch black and he said he was a dark elf and everybody just <laughs> Looks at him like it's fucked up. Yeah, and that's how that was kind of the thing. Like, and Dwight... that's the thing to me. Like, why? I guess in that in that scenario, they're pointing out that it's fucked up. So is there not a, a way there? But again,
1: that's not right for now, me to say. Yeah, and guess. right now, I think like it's kind of like the who there was a, a Supreme Court justice that said I can't define pornography, but I know it when I see it. Right. Like that's kind of the thing. Like yeah. if if there's any question right now, probably don't say it and before. also
0: i guess it's they not on side of caution i think somebody was saying like it's not our it's if you're not black you can't really speak on it completely yeah. you know it's not really my issue it's not really my thing like i can tell you about uh arabic stereotypes in film and how and how stupid it is that you can only have an arabic person if he's a taxi driver a terrorist or a taxi driver undercover as a terrorist um so <laughs> they i mean typecasting is real in hollywood so and also uh you know there there are like some um I mean Adam Sandler dude I'm surprised that dude hasn't gotten a talking to about some of his films.
1: Uh I think it's kind of uh, go uh, watch I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yeah, I think he's like I, I think he's so satirical. I think that he kind of gets a pass the same way Robert Downey Jr did in Tropic Thunder. Like they were obviously pointing at the Hollywood right. elites. Like The Simpsons is a perfect example right. using a white people to voice a black voice and Apu, the guy that yeah. runs the convenience store, he's white too. And they even said like we're no longer gonna cast not like if if we want yeah. they did that too. If you want if the characters black, they're gonna want a black voice actor, which makes sense. Yeah. I think that's how it should be. Yeah. Absolutely. Um
0: and it's uh like I said, this is a time of great pain for for our country in particular in the United States. Um, having, you know, this election cycle coming up, um, murder of George Floyd.
1: Um, now you're having a lot of reform, not just in A lot of old cases are being reopened as far as like the Breonna, Breonna Taylor was cleaned up really quick, but there was talk they're going to reopen the Sandra Bland case, which is a lot that I think they should.
0: It's, it's, it's very, it's sad that it took this much uproar for, for, uh, justice to be done. But it's good that we'll see a lot of change come because of this. Because it's, it's definitely just necessary now um, for us as a country to sort of just step up,
1: for sure. Absolutely.
0: Yep. Anything else? No, man. This, this was, week? This was a, a bit of a longer episode, but I guess because we've been off for a month, you know, we just had a lot to talk about, a lot to say. I'm happy to do it. Happy to be All back right.
1: in the studio. Yeah, absolutely. We don't know what's coming next. Um
0: Austin Joyce, can we talk about? Yeah. Just promo his what's his uh what's his it's single? Called it, it's called Expose. Uh, he's got he's got a bit of a competition going on. Go follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's doing a little
1: bit of Venmo giveaway. I think
0: twenty dollars uh, Venmo was giveaway. Instagram. It's
1: so Austin Austin Joyce four. Yeah. We'll put him in the, the description on the, the episode link. Perfect. But yeah, Expose is good. Um, helped him work on that a couple weeks ago. I think it's a really solid. Is single. it the
0: one that I got to hear? Or is that different? Uh, it's
1: one of the ones I sent you. I think okay. I sent you probably like a, a non mastered or early yep. mastered version. But it,
0: Austin underscore Joyce Ford. J O Y C E four.
1: Uh go follow that's him. That's with a I or what Y. J oh, O Y C E. No, I'm okay. talking about his first name because a lot of people call oh, it. A U S T I N. Yeah. I N. Uh Yeah, go check him out. Uh that's his second single so far. First one was Father. Uh he's working on, he's on a little project. Him. So
0: he's killing July
1: third is when Exposed comes out.
0: Yep. Can't wait to hear it.
1: All right, until next time, this is Lil Baby, The Bigger Picture. Figured it was fitting with our our conversation. Let's
0: do it. Trade my 4x44 GC3, ain't no more freelance free. feet I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again I even told him, please I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you dead, but still tell you to freeze Fucked up, I seen what I seen I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe it's too many mothers just grieving They're killing us for no reason Been going on for too long to get even Throw us some cages like dolls and hyenas I went to court and they sent me to prison My mama was quick when they said I can't leave First I was drunk and I sobered up quick When I heard all that time that they gave it to Ali He got a license plus We just some product survivors they gonna blame us you can't fight fire with fire know but at least we can turn hey everybody
1: thanks for listening to another episode of hooks lines and hip-hop we appreciate you spending your time with us don't forget to share us with your family and friends follow us on twitter and instagram at hlhpo once again that's hlhpo thanks for the support and until next time safe